Hello everyone and welcome back to the Godly Podcast. Uh, today is another day and if you have seen the episode title, you would know it's another Across Border series. Across Border Canada. I know people have been requesting for Canada so much. I already have two Canada episodes and I'm still getting responses to more Canada, to more Canada. And I'm like, you know what? Let's give them what they want. So on today's show, and across Canada series, I'm going to be interviewing a Nigerian in Canada. He's been in Canada for six weeks, and he has quite a lot of experiences, especially in terms of travel, traveling over there and all. So on the show today, joining us is Paul. Hello, Paul. How are you doing? I'm fine. Hi. Happy to be on the show. Okay, thank you so much for even sparing time to be on the show today. First question, let's just go into business. Why did you pick Canada? Why Canada? Wow, <laughs> that's like a million dollar question. Well, uh, I would say Canada was uh, my choice because it was the easiest of the options, you know. Uh, there are various routes by which you can leave Nigeria, either through school, which is very common, or permanent relocation. So, out of the countries offering permanent residence, Canada, to me, is the easiest. So, basically, that was why I chose Canada, and uh, I followed that part. Oh, wow. That's that's cool. So, the, the idea was just to leave Nigeria. I understand. Just come out before the next election because we never even want to know which <laughs> 2023 must not meet me in Nigeria. That ah, was my you. <laughs> mm. So yeah, so, so you've been six weeks now in Canada. Um, I want yeah. to know do you do you miss this place now? After living out, do you feel you miss Nigeria? uh to be honest, to be honest no i really don't miss nigeria ah. for now i'm i miss nigeria if i can <laughs> that word. okay you wonder why i nigeria yeah uh, i went to protest october 20. uh during the protest some people were killed and the government denied it which to me just just killed anything nigerian spirit in me so I just knew that no, Nigeria is cancelled for me. So I really do. I miss my people, though, uh, my parents, my friends. But apart from that, now there's nothing to even miss, really. I grew up in Lagos. I work in Lagos. I enter traffic sometimes in the morning, almost every time in the evening. When you get home, no lights, generator noise. The road of my estate is not that. So when I'm driving, I'm always entering. Old. Yeah. Really, what is there to miss? Really, apart from your friends and family, there's absolutely nothing to miss. Nothing. Yeah. So you, you've you've been in Canada now. You have you are seeing the life. You are you are in heaven now. So <laughs> yeah. But like, how is how is it in Canada? How is it in Canada? You are, you are the newest now, so what can you tell us? Well, 
I wouldn't want to use my experience as the as the blanket for everyone, but my experience so far has been awesome. Like it's stuff made of dreams, really. Uh, I had friends here, yeah, but everything has been so easy. And okay, I got a job like the second week when I landed. Wow. So I moved to another job. I know government has plans for me. If I'm going back to school, I all I just need is to apply for grants. I never got one error from Nigerian government in over how many years, over two decades of my life in Nigeria. And I'm just here a few weeks and they are concrete. I just need to apply and I'm going to get the grant, free money. Uh, then the people here are generally nice. Yeah. The white, the Canadians, white Canadians are, are friendly. Uh, people, well, people mind their business. So depending on what you are doing, you might like that or you might not like that. Uh, the everywhere is efficient. All the start, all the workers do their duties. If you need to go to the hospital, you know that you'll be treated well. You might need to wait though, but once it gets to your turn. You'll be treated well. I had a friend that came in months before I got in, like a couple of months before. He had a minor attack, just minor, if you if I can use that term. They treated him so nice that they flew him in a in a in an ambulance, air ambulance from his city to another city, then still uh, used another helicopter again to fly him to the hospital. This, okay, uh, I'm a dentist. My friend is a dentist, so we are doctors, and I've worked like five years before leaving Nigeria. I've never seen an air ambulance before, never. I've always heard of it. He had a small attack. He was, he was flown in an air ambulance one, uh, several tests were done for him. All the tests you can think of were done for him. All the imaging radiographs were done for him. Even him was scared, like, wow, am I being treated this nice? Is there something else? He didn't have anything, but they still went the extra mile, uh, took everything possible just to make sure to reconfirm the suspicion that he was fine. We all knew he was fine, but despite that, they still went that distance. So you can see how how the country is welcoming to wow. immigrants and how nice they treat us. So really, that's been a pleasant experience so far. 10 over 10, I recommend to anybody. They didn't pay wow. me for advertising, but Canada is, is a good thing oh, to After hearing this now, I want to ask if you have a free room because like say this night. <laughs> yeah. So um, um, if you've been there for six weeks, that means you can still remember the process of you coming over there. Yeah, I can. So can you put us through the whole process of coming, especially during this time? Hmm. Okay. <clears throat> uh, the, so there are several routes, actually. Several routes by which you can come to Canada. You can come at, through the student route, where you come for master's or undergraduate program masters is 
postgraduate or you can come for BSc or whatever for undergraduate program, or you can come through the permanent resident route. Now to come through the permanent resident route, there are two or several ways, but the more common ways are either through express entry, which is the federal skilled worker path, or or provincial nomination program where you have to have somebody in the province nominate you or the province uh, nominates you based on your occupation. You can also come through the federal skilled trade. So uh, if you do like a uh, carpenter, welder, uh, baker, you make cakes, yeah, that route too is also open. So first, import, most important thing is knowing how do you want to come. So that's, uh, that is very important. Once you know how to come, then you can proceed. Uh, if you are coming through the student route, that means you have to get admission, either for undergraduate or postgraduate. Get admission or then secure your visa. Then. So for you that came through like for permanent, um, how did you do it? Okay. Uh, Anyone can do it. You don't even need anybody to help you. So you do it yourself. Uh, you create an express entry profile. It has some requirements, your language requirement, which is IELTS, or work, number of working class, working years experience, or your profession. If you have masters, if you have your age, proof of funds, so you just gather all your requirements, then you apply. Then the government does draws from time to time. So these draws where the once you apply, when you after creating your express entry profile, you are given a CRS score. At this accumulation of all your requirements, then they give you a score. So just like jam scores, for example, they give you like a jam score, then they release the cutoff. If you are above the cutoff, you are given an ITA, that's invitation to apply. Or uh, then that is when you actually really need to submit these requirements. You submit them, then after submitting them, your you get what is called an AOR. That means that was the date you submitted. You pay to submit though, but after that, then your processing starts. Now the processing time varies. Uh, they say between six months to 12, 12 months, it can be lesser, it can be more. At that point, it's really not in your hands. There's nothing you can do to influence uh, whatever goes on. Then from time to time, you get updates. You might need to go for biometrics or later. Then after the processing is completed, you are given a PPR mail. That is to notify you that your application has been has been granted then you are sent you are instructed to send your passport for stamping of the visa and issuance of copr copr is like a document that shows that you are a permanent resident but at that point even if you have the documents in your hand you are not yet a permanent resident you are just a copr holder but when you land in the country then that COPR paper is stamped, and that is when you to, you now officially become a permanent resident. So basically, that is just a brief summary of 
of the process. Wow, wow. It's, it's looking a bit stressful. That means I'm sure you, you must have been stressed out for like the whole process and all. Well, no. But my case was peculiar because my whole process took uh, two months, three weeks. That means from when I got my AOR to when I got the PPR, which is not the usual. So I'm not stressed. My process was very, very fast. But it can be a lot longer. You've seen cases of 24 months, 20 months usually. So uh, mine wasn't stressful. It was very straightforward. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know if I've already asked you um, what, you, what you like so far or, what, or how life has been in Canada. But I still wanted to ask because I feel that you are, you are still missing some, you're not giving us the full gist of the life currently in Canada. Okay. <laughs> I know that I said earlier that uh, I would not want to use my experience as the no, We want to pack our bags. So we just want to properly motivate it. Okay. Uh, my own experience, after I landed, I got a job. In Nigeria, I don't think I went out this year, like go out, go out. Last year, did I know because I was saving up for my application. But in Canada, I think I would have gone out like six times. Like I'm balling, if I can use that word, at the ball, the snap picture everywhere. So then, since food is cheap, so uh, there are so many places to go to, you even be tired. Oh, okay, okay. First thing that I really liked was there's nothing like Nepal, they take lights or more light 247. Now you go tire. I don't charge my phone till it's almost dead. Oh, I need to charge my phone. Oh, there's always hot and cold water everywhere, so it's not like you're cold. Yeah, you have to be looking. Oh, my gas boil water or something. Oh, the road is smooth. I've not wow. even seen any portal, yeah. And I've I've traveled like really, really for a newcomer. I've really, really moved around, like so. Uh, okay, because I was in Lagos, so much noise. People honking their car for irrelevant things doesn't happen here. I'm not sure I've even heard any honk so far. Yeah, I don't think so because it's. People behave themselves. There's traffic light everywhere that helps with the flow of traffic. So really no no hold up. Uh, food is okay, depending on where you eat. It's okay. It can be cheap, it can be expensive. Clothing too is, can be cheap, can be expensive, depending on, on where you get your clothes from. And if you're on the streets, there are still some ways you can make very smart purchases without breaking the bank uh yeah basically so it's been wonderful really i've not had anything i would say i've missed and data here is very fast almost everybody has 5g network so there's nothing like uh texting is free usually you buy a, get a mobile plan that gives you free calling and free text messages so there's nothing like i don't have credits i wanted to text you i forgot mm -mm. is 
is like that. For my friends and family back home, I really don't because I can always contact them anytime. So there's nothing like the network is bad. I cannot make this call. Network is always good. So there's nothing wow. like um, my phone is low. I wanted there's always light. Do you wow. get there's you can time yourself okay, this place in 15 minutes. Yeah, there in 15 minutes. No traffic, no agro parked on the roadside and is fighting. No two people jam each other and they block the road. Somebody is doing party. We cannot no pass there. Two hours. So I really suffered in Nigeria when it comes to someone will just wake up and say he's doing party and block the road. Then voila, you sleep there. You get so the difference is massive, really. Um, you also mentioned that you had like you didn't go out like last year and this year because you were saving up. So um, you know, people have been listening to this, most of them will go to Japan to get. So um I want to ask is can you give us like a rough estimate of the total amount we are likely to spend from the beginning, from the point where we conceive in our hearts that we want to go to Canada? To the point where we breathe Canada here. Okay. Yeah. This is a bit okay. I'll just give a rough estimate. Now you need your your degree to be converted. So your your credentials will have to be assessed. There are bodies that are responsible for this. West, IELTS, ICES, IQAS. So different. Usually that can cost like. 220 bucks bucks means dollar like between 220 dollars to 250 dollars depending on the body you use now you need to process the transcript from your school itself do you get so that also will cost you money i don't know how much that is because that varies from school to school you need to pay to send that document that also would depending on maybe it's DHL or UPS or whatever body you use, that also will cost you money. So you have to factor those ones. Now, IELTS. Uh, as I now my route, I think it was 68 or 70. I'm not quite sure now. But now it's close to 80,000. Be, be close to 80,000. IELTS, you have to get some particular set of scores. How you get it is not dependent on you. If you are able to get it at your first trial, that means you are only spending eighty thousand. If you don't get it, you spend to you to your fifth trial. That means you are spending four hundred thousand. So that also depends on you too. Or uh, basically, those are the two things you really need to create your express entry profile and to or get ITA. Then after you've gotten ITA, that is when you now really need to submit these documents or claims that you said you have. You have to get your work experience letter, like a reference letter that you really did the work you said you did. Depending on where you are getting it from, it might be free, or you might need to pay either legal or illegally to get it too. That too also varies. Or you need to do a medical checkup or medical test. Usually, there are two bodies or two hospitals that are involved IOM, and I can't remember the second one. But 
let's say 50k 50 something k because i'm not too conversant with their presence rates or uh, also you need to get the police reports police reports is cheap itself but we know the system so it boils down to your bargaining power you can pay 20k for it and you can pay 7k for it that also depends on you your bargaining power and the officer that you talk to so that uh that is your proof of funds yeah your proof of funds is 13 i think 13 1 or 13 2 cad so that one is the most important because it must you must provide you can be able to survive here problem with that one is the exchange rate is going up every day at the time i submitted last year it was maybe 320 325 on the street really it's very difficult to buy cad officially so you have to buy it from somebody that knows somebody that wants to sell now this mcad in less than a year is already 430 or 425 that means naira has lost 100 one third of its value because if it was 300 before now it's 400 that basically lost one third so that is where the problem is because if naira keeps falling the way it's going that means the amount of naira you need to prove to show as your proof of funds keeps going up Th that is number one number two is you need to pay the application fee now you the application fee as at the last time i checked everything in total was 1450 this includes the application fee and one other fee like that the other is not compulsory you pay the two fees at the same time you can pay one or you can pay both but it's usually better you pay both because it's faster they don't need to get back to you to tell you to go and pay you don't need to take some days to pay and get back to them you've paid so also that's one times whatever rate naira is so if naira keeps falling that means the amount you pay in terms of naira for it would also increase so you can say for now you can plant six million possibly yeah that should be should help including your proof of funds all the money you will spend and everything and some extra caution because naira keeps falling so because you are getting it for 50 maybe by the time you will need to you will get it to get your turn for the assessment naira might have fallen so low so it's not because you have you say submit thirteen thousand. They say thirteen thousand now. Then you put the naira equivalent of thirteen thousand on the dots. No, you might need to put like thirteen thousand three hundred or thirteen thousand four hundred. So even if naira falls, you have like a bit of buffer to help you. But if you put it exactly thirteen thousand, then when naira falls, that becomes maybe twelve thousand eight. You don't meet the requirement then that becomes a problem so that is uh basically a brief um, a brief uh, summary of the amount you need for the application process
Wow, wow. So we, we have so even big men they go Canada safe. Now wow. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I would also going to ask in terms of like um in terms of um standard of living, cost living there. To you, how do you see it? It varies. There's no one size fit or it depends on where you stay, uh the province you are and the area within the province that you are so it's food is relatively cheap also you, you have to be smart you can get something at walmart now for okay let me use nigerian stores for let's say mtn for five naira and it might be possible for you to get that same stuff at glow for four naira 50 kobo so that means it's always better for you to, some cases, go for the phone era 50 couple. Do you get? Uh, yeah, also, yeah, people yeah. definitely tend to buy in bulk here. So, buying in bulk too can help. But generally, standard of living varies depending on where you stay, the job you do, how you like to go out, or what you like to do, what you like to eat. So, everything varies. But if you are not trying to outdo yourself. You definitely have more than enough to pay your rent. Uh, even if your minimum wage, like minimum wage, you still have more than enough to pay your rent or pay your bills or get food, get clothes, and still have a little savings. Where difference can come in, in if you are beginning to have extras, if you have, you have a car, uh, obviously your minimum wage will not go for a 2020 car because you'll be putting so much pressure on yourself. Your minimum wage will not say you want a, a townhouse or a three-bedroom house only to yourself. You are looking for trouble. So all those little, little things can determine if you'll be comfortable or if you'll be putting yourself under unnecessary pressure. Okay. Yeah, that, that's also true. I think that's something we should all, all like take note of. Um, one other thing is you've been there for six weeks now. What are things that you have noticed that you are not convenient or comfortable with? I don't want to say what are the bad parts. So what, what are things that you feel that you're not convenient with? Throughout Yeah, it's cold. Yeah. So apart from that, uh, you might need to walk a bit, especially if you don't have a car like myself. So sometimes uh, you need to get somewhere that is close, but is not close. I don't know if you understand that. You need to get... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's too close for bus to get you there, but it's a bit of a distance for, for you to walk. So bus might not pass that place, but you need to get there. You might need to work like 10 15 minutes so yeah. that is it uh but apart from that yeah just that cold and if you don't have a car you might but it's all good it's all part of exercise so you keep fit so i'm seeing the positive in it i'm keeping fit wow yeah yeah that's that's some things we should also take note of the cold, I mean, because everybody complains about the cold. 
wait for you that have left like can you describe this thing for us because the way they talk about this code well <laughs> where i am is part of like two provinces that are the coldest in canada that is uh, manitoba and in manitoba winnipeg is now also cold oh uh, and there are some things you learn with time as it can be 22 degrees but it's also very cold sun is shining but it's cold because of the chills like the wind the wind can blow very cold eh, even though the sun is shining i think my worst experience was on a day it was eight degrees eight degrees is not even cold because in winnipeg during winter it can get as cold as minus 40 minus 30 usually minus 30 then on some bad days like hey. day the day, day, minus 40 i'm complaining at eight degrees like i won't freeze that day because and wow i didn't properly dress for that day so it made it worse so because i was like i didn't check my weather i forgot to check my weather so i thought nothing really i knew what i felt that is degrees so imagine when it's now minus 20 minus 30 it can be something else but usually we usually you learn how to be checking the weather map every time before you go out so that you are prepared and in checking the weather map is not what is the temperature today 22 degrees so what does 20 what does it feel like is more is more of a truthful reflection than the temperature it can be 22 degrees but it will feel like eight degrees that means there's wind cold wind that means you have to properly heat yourself up then there are clothes you wear that insulate you from uh, the wind or the cold or something but apart from yeah basically that is it yeah yeah um one last um question before i let you go because i know you are very busy today is um what are things you think we should also know before we end the show what things you think people that want to jackpot what things you think we should know okay uh first know where you want to go to where it's not because you want to jackpot then you have unrealistic dreams or not unrealistic but difficult dreams know where you want to go to know how you want to go to like how am i going to even these places am i going through to um, study route am i going through express entry am i even not going to canada am i going to somewhere else there are different countries and people are surviving and living good there so not like canada is the only option no no then uh also I will not say be prayerful, but some people might don't believe in prayers, but anything you believe in that can give you hope during the process of waiting, yeah, stick to it. If it's prayers, fine. If it's music, fine. Anything that you believe in that can help you. Then I, another thing is I think if you are going, try to relate more with the positive reviews. This is coming from a personal experience. Like before my application even got approved, I had people in that same visa office saying they've spent 
20 months, 18 months, and the application has not been approved. I mean, I'm just two months there. But I just, almost not be my portion, like, like, I, I was always, and my friends were like, oh, God, free that thing, they go approve you. And it came two months, three weeks, where somebody has been there for 20-something months. So just relate more to the positive ones. Then on getting here, the friends you meet too can really be helpful. Like the friends that I met here, immediately I got, they made sure I did the important things or getting all the things I needed to do very fast. Helped me to uh, link me, you know, give me referrals for jobs. Even though it didn't get me the job, but at least that made me know that, okay, I had to start looking for a job. And I eventually got one very, and all my friends too, all the people that I know here got jobs within the first one, two weeks they got here. And there are some people that have been here, like, okay, there was somebody I met that became the same day and doesn't even, hasn't done anything basically. Has just been chilling, waking up and sleeping and eating and, and like, I can't do that job. From Nigeria, I came, I was a dentist. But my first job here was a customer care job, like, where to consign doctor and customer care. When you come, you have to do transition jobs, like jobs that just to survive, to get more money. Then gradually, you move up the ladder. Even when you now start doing the cost, if you decide, okay, now customer care job, I want you. Very fine. Once you gather a bit of experience, you can apply to another position. Your hourly pay increases. If they're offering you two naira per hour before, when they see you have a Canadian experience of customer care, you can bargain for three naira or four naira. That is how you work. So you can't come and say, ah, I'm na na shop right, I won't work. Or na do first bank, I won't work. You don't have a Canadian experience. Why would they want to? to choose you so you maybe read and again or uh, cutting your quotes to your material you can't come and yeah you brought money from ninja or you are facing you want to when you are getting a house you are getting a a duplex or a five bedroom duplex that has a swimming pool fine you have the money but it will always be better to start not to like more greatly then you can move up the ladder that way you understand yeah. even though you blow the money and who knows you might not even get the jobs you think you will get you might not then you are broke and everybody here they mind their business so if you are hungry your mother hunger is you and the hunger alone nobody sends you so but apart from that the country is nice or oh, you get jobs yeah definitely you make money you make friends, so you survive. Even even if you don't have anybody, yeah, say you don't get anybody, it doesn't matter. One month, two months, you're very settled and you're fine. So that is it, basically. Wow, thank you very much. Thank you so, so much.